just took in I don't know if it's true or not I just took in that your guys podcast if that what you guys are doing is named after drinks I'm mint tea and Milo that's what you guys are dealing with fam hey guys welcome back what's going on I hope you guys had a really good week yeah just like us <laughs> yeah um so what are you gonna talk about uh, there's a few things. First off, what's going on? How was your weekend? Mm, it was, it was busy. Um, we got to go outside and actually like go to the mall and stuff. <laughs> yeah, we went Friday. Was it Friday? I think it was Friday. I don't remember. I actually don't remember when we went. I feel like we went on Saturday. Today's Monday. It's family day. If yeah. you're in Canada or in Ontario, it's family day. So it's hard to keep track of days i think it was saturday we went <clears throat> and yeah we just ran like a couple errands we took the kids to the mall yeah, you know what no i think that was friday no it was friday <laughs> you know how i know it's friday because of warren why because remember we said that we went in toys r us with the kids oh, right. and, and then, then he's like oh i was at toys r us there we go and okay. I'm, I'm like you got us looking at phone calls bro yeah now we're obsessed with Funko i, I wouldn't say obsessed i'm obsessed I'm just looking at them, looking for him. Yeah, legit. But yeah, shout out to Warren. He got me my early birthday present. I'm so excited. <laughs> he got me a Sailor Moon Funko, so I'm like over the moon. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was the All-Star game. That was the only thing I remember from the weekend, but I'll get into that later. Yeah, that'll be in the second half of the show. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. And uh, you went to go see family? Yes, I got to see. Um, I got to see my cousins, um, and we just hung out, the kids, and yeah, that's it. You would think I asked you how was your weekend? Like we don't live together. Yeah, we we didn't do it. We we were pretty separated this weekend. Yeah, we don't. Because yeah. when I was at my cousin's house, you went to go watch All Star Game with Warren, and then yeah, you came home like way after, and I yeah, was at yeah. home. And then today, I went to go see my other cousin, and For you. Sure. Stayed home. Yeah, I had bad time. <laughs> yeah, so. To myself. Yeah, we were very separated this weekend, but together at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, we want to get into some stuff, right? Things that we've learned that yeah. we had to find out on our own. Okay, so lately, um, just with everything that's been going on with Amara, like at school with the bullying and stuff, it just made me realize, like, you know what? I need to educate myself a lot more when it comes to um black history <laughs> like especially in canada and there's so much that we're learning about as of recently that we were never taught in school you know so um we're educating ourselves so that we can educate the kids what with the things that they don't learn you know so um so yeah we just want to like give you guys a little bit of a, a little history lesson just to let you guys know what's what's going what's been going on and like you know, you guys can go and look it up for yourselves if you're interested. If not, like, whatever. But I just feel like we need to kind of spread the word a little bit because, you know, you have, with having Black children in, in this time, like, they're not going to know anything if we don't tell them anything, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And that's what I was saying. Like, I was saying to you that um, growing up, like, we obviously hear the same thing about the um, slaves, the escaped slaves from the plantations in the southern states going up the underground uh, railroad to uh, Nova Scotia. That's the most you'll hear, but they don't go into depth 
after that, like what happened when they settled, you know, them being black loyal loyalists, Mm -hmm. you know, with the British army, you don't really hear anything beyond that. And it kind of makes you think other than that, you hear more of black American history, maybe like the same things over and over again. Here's what you hear about. You hear about Harriet Tubman. Who who did who you know created the the Underground Railroad and then you hear about the Harlem Renaissance. Um, I don't even hear about the Harlem Renaissance. Okay, well, um, yeah, some kids are currently we're learning about the Harlem Renaissance. The older children, um, you'll hear about Rosa Parks. You'll hear now you're you're only gonna hear about Viola Desmond because she's on ten dollar bill. I didn't know about Viola Desmond before. Well, that's what we're getting into. Yeah, because it's usually the same. You know, Rosa Parks. Mm-hmm. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., yeah. Malcolm X, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much it. You know what's it. funny? I hardly, I don't remember anything really about Malcolm X in school. Maybe that's just me. I think that's just you because of your dad. <laughs> yeah, because my dad is militant as yes, hell. Yes, exactly. So, um, shout out to my dad. Shout out to your dad. For being an angry black man. Yes, it's great. Um, and then Marcus Garvey, like you don't, like, you don't hear about that. Again, my dad. Uh, yeah. That's the only reason I know. Exactly. So um, this is just like anything that we know outside of school might be from our parents or whatever, but a lot of us don't know, you know? So. And what we're getting into is so much that we'll hear about that, but it really makes you think there is no like black history in Canada. Yeah. So yeah. that's what you start thinking. There's nothing here except for the and, escape slaves. And everything I listed, like all the people I listed, they're all American. Right, so, right. Ex- except Viola Desmond. Yes. Yeah. Well, Marcus Garvey is Jamaican. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. See. So, okay. So, um, so the, the first black person in Canada. I feel like they don't tell these children anything about this. I don't know. Maybe now they do. But the first black person in Canada, his name is Matthew Da Costa. Um, he was the first recorded black man that set foot in Canada, and he was a um. Uh, he was hired by the Europeans as a translator because he spoke like five different languages. Yeah, that name tells me spells five different. I'm looking at the name now. It's like yeah. Matthew. Yeah, like it's French, spelled... and it's like the Costa, like like Portuguese. Yeah, I said Latin. Costa, but I, it might be Costa. Who knows? It's definitely we it's really most likely truly Costa. We're learning on the fly. But he's on uh, the Canadian stamps, <laughs> so <laughs> yay! That's great. <laughs> yeah. So for those of you that didn't know, that's the first black person in Canada. Um, do you want to say something? Or well, really something? and truly, like getting to me, the whole reason I actually brought this up is I actually was reading an article from BlogTO a few days ago where uh, the headline for the article says that the first black uh, doctor was from Toronto and you can still see his historic house. So I'm like... Okay, I don't care about the house. First black doctor. Yeah. Like so, I, so so I took so I I sent it to Des and I'm just like, hold on. So the first like licensed physician in Canada, like the first black one in Canada is from Toronto. I'm like, how come they don't talk about this? I'm I'm from Toronto. Yeah. You're from Toronto. Yeah. A whole bunch of us are from Toronto. Yeah. But on top of that, he's Canadian and mm-hmm. he's a part of black history. Mm-hmm. So I deep dived, just got the name from the article and I deep dived myself. But um, his name was Dr. Anderson Ruffin Abbott. He, as I said, was the first licensed black physician in Canada. He also uh, participated in the American Civil War for the United States. 
Um, he actually comes from a family that came from Alabama, and they were a family of free people of color. Um, his father, Dr. Wilson Ruffin, owned a lot of real estate, a lot of homes, especially within Upper Canada, which we know today is like Southern Ontario, parts of Ontario. Um, the family actually escaped, left Mobile, Alabama, because um, they had a. There was a warning that their store was going to be uh, pillaged, so they came to Canada. Wow, um, but cool. all of this, I it just led me into like, you know, um, a whirlpool, like a wormhole mm -hmm. into just like these, you know, Canadians, these black Canadians. How come I'm not taught this? How come I, I was never taught this? Like I literally grew up my whole life thinking that there was no black Canadian history. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, in schools, what's happening is the teachers that are not black <laughs> they are not willing to deep dive into the research to find out the history to teach the kids anything they're just doing what the curriculum like you have to do extra work in order to find out these things to teach the kids and if they're given a curriculum to do it you know to teach they're going to teach that there's like okay this is my nine to five i'm good you know, but with black history, with Canadian black history, you have to do your research. And a lot of teachers and educators are not willing to do that. Honestly, they're Facts. not willing to. Facts. Um, some of them are very uncomfortable talking about it, you know, depending on how they've grown up and, and whatever. But that and they probably also don't want to say the wrong thing to offend anybody. But again, it's that unlearning that we need to do in order to educate these kids. A lot of teachers are not willing to do that. Um and I've spoken to teachers. I've spoken to Amara's teachers. I've spoken to the principal. Like, it, it's true. They've admitted it. Like, a lot of teachers are not willing to do it. One of Amara's teachers actually told me herself that she's, she's um, since the, I guess, the Black Lives Matter protests, she's been, I guess it, it was an eye-opener for her. Yeah, that put a batter in a lot of people's back. A yeah. Lot of black people as well. Yeah. A lot of non-black people yeah. as well put a battery really in their back. Yeah. And she she told me, she's like, honestly, there's a lot of things I had to unlearn. And I'm still and I'm still unlearning right now. Um, and I'm like, I, re I really respect that. I respect that you even told me that because that's a really uncomfortable conversation to have as a, as a white woman, to be honest. Like for a white woman to come and tell me, I have, an un I have a lot of unlearning to do, <laughs> like, you know, that I'm like, OK, cool, you know. And her being Amara's teacher, I'm like, all right. And every time Amara comes home, she's telling me stuff like she's actually learning Black history in school. It's just that these little things, you know, with the Canadian Black history, these are the things that these teachers need to look into. These are the things that they need to do the research on in order to let these kids know like, hey, shit actually went down out here. It wasn't just in the States because there we grew up thinking that all of the black history was in the states we didn't really hear anything about what happened in canada the only thing we heard about what happened in canada is the underground railroad really yeah you know so there's there's so much history in canada that we don't know about and even they talk about the indigenous history in canada but there's a lot obviously with you know orange shirt day and all of that that happened recently in the resident schools like yeah why is that just recent yeah and like just recently, um, I was working with someone and they they, you know, they were reading through a textbook about 
um, the Utrecht uh, Treaty that happened with the British and, and the British, the First Nations and um, the French. And in the textbook, it had nothing about um, the resident schools. All they said was that the missionaries were trying to um, convert the First Nations peoples into uh, Christianity. I'm like, yeah, but how do they do that? How do, how do they, how do they, what were they doing to do that? They tortured them. <laughs> they took away their children from them and, and tried to brainwash them. That's what they did. That's not in the textbooks. Obviously not going to put that in textbooks. You get what I'm saying? So I, I schooled the kid on it. I was like, nah, I was like, this is what actually happened. Let me just tell you, you can question your teacher about it next day because this is what, this is what we have to do. If we have knowledge, we need to share it. And I don't even know, based on Orange Shirt Day and like everything that's happened and everything that we found out about the resident schools, I don't even know if they're even going to put that into the new edition of textbooks. I hope that they do, but I highly doubt that they will because it's easier to just, you know, put, oh, fifth, sixth edition and keep everything the same. You get what I'm saying? So I don't know. I get riled up about this. So just, <laughs> yeah. For yeah. sure. But yeah, even like you were saying, um, you mentioned earlier that the only thing that's taught is um, the escaped slaves through the Underground Railroad. Mm -hmm. Even when you look into that, they don't really get into what took place no. after they escaped. No. Right. Or they were placed. You hear it. Yeah. They're in Nova Scotia. Mm -hmm. But you even mentioned this before. You mentioned Africville. Like they don't mention anything about the black, the black towns, the black villages within nope. Nova Scotia nope. that are historically attached to those events. They, they don't made... get into any of that detail. And again, this gets more about into literally in order to find out, you got to do the research yourself. And it's great. We are in a generation where acquiring research is so easy. Like, you know, you can, you got your Googles, you know, obviously the library is still there, but you got like compute. We walk around with computers in our pockets, in our hands, our, our phones. But like back then, like you, who would know any of that? You couldn't go to your local library and get out in the books. Yeah, it would be hard to find. It would be really hard to find though. I don't, at least out here, I don't know how it is in, in Nova Scotia, but in Ontario, in toronto no so just a little background story on africville um pretty much it was a it was a town in um nova scotia um halifax to be specific that um just that it was just for the black people in in uh, nova scotia and basically they got ran out like they um they had to pay taxes and they didn't get any clean running water um it was it was more of an industrial uh part of town and eventually they put like a railway in the middle of the town and it just it just got demolished they uh, you know they petitioned to uh, uh the town like city council to have things um done and nothing was done they made promises and nothing was done so eventually everybody just had to had to move um yeah, it's it's really sad, but this is the thing. Like they, I don't, I highly doubt they talk about that. In well, as of recently, well, not so much recent, but in 2010, there was an apology for Africville because it was um it was negated. It's pretty yeah. much negated historically, but um now there's a museum. Obviously, there's tributes, but 
you know, still like it's kind of like, you know, giving an apology, like a, like just giving an apology doesn't really make up for the years of neglect <laughs> and, you know, suffering. But I mean, on the other side of the spectrum, it's something, right? Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was it it was it's pretty sad, and I feel like that's something that should be talked about. It's just it's just like a Black Wall Street, you know. Oh, um, <laughs> in Oklahoma. Yeah, in Oklahoma. It so was Oklahoma, right? Like I think I it was said, Oklahoma. I think so. I I think when I did my research, yeah. it was Oklahoma City. Yeah. So yeah. that that that's it's kind of the same the same thing. Um, it's just that that was like a whole bunch of businesses. So basically, in the states. Um, there was a there was a small town in Oklahoma, um, and black people bought um, property, and they all ha- they had everything you could think of in that whole little area. It was Tulsa. It was Tulsa. Tul- yes, there we there go, we Tulsa. Go. So the Tulsa race massacre. Yeah, they need to talk about that. <laughs> if they're gonna talk about American American uh, Black history, they need to talk about that. Maybe they do in certain places Maybe. in Oklahoma and the Maybe. southern states. Yeah. In uh mostly uh black black um populated yeah. uh, states and towns and stuff. I w- yeah, I would hope but so. That's just a prime example of they don't want to see us get ahead. Yeah. Because once we start getting ahead and we start rising up and making our own, like if this never happened, I guarantee that in the states Black people would be banking black, would be shopping oh, black, yeah. they'd be profiting only black because there would be that infrastructure for them to bank, shop, and profit black. But they didn't want to see that. Yeah, they they burnt the, the the place down. Yeah, they burnt it down. They made an excuse that um uh, a a white woman um claimed that one of the uh, black men from from in Tulsa that lived in that little area um, sexually assaulted her. So it's always that. Oh yeah, and they just needed a reason to go and burn the place down. So and that was their that was their reason. Yep, that was their reason. And yeah, the they, you know, the black folks tried to fight back, but obviously they lost because they they brought in bombs and they had like like um, I think like helicopters like um bombing the place as well it was it was a whole thing wow. yeah it was a whole thing i i read up on it i was so angry <laughs> that's um, why i don't be going to those movies oh be my god pissed. yeah it was it was really bad like the entire place they, they couldn't build it back it was completely demolished and um yeah and nobody nobody was arrested for it obviously they they just you know went about their business and it was gone so they had to move out and I think there was a couple of businesses that got to like kind of stay and they tried to rebuild, but it didn't work out. But the, there was literally like anything you can think of. There was a black theater that was, there was hair salons, there was um, pharmacists, there were doctor's offices, like maybe like four or five doctor's offices, probably three, three different pharmacies. Um, any, like literally anything you can think of, anything that you go to right now, like a store, anything, grocery stores, um, clothing stores. They had owners for all of those and they bought all the real estate. They owned all of it. And it was the same with, it, it was the same in Africville. A lot of, a lot of the black people bought um, the land and they had to pay taxes and didn't get any, anything in return. You know, it's crazy as we're talking about that, how my brain works. Cause I sometimes think in conspiracy. <laughs> yes. Uh, I think of like what happened to Nipsey. 
because he owned mm-hmm. that whole corner with the um, businesses. He owned that whole plaza. Like that was his he history. History is repeating itself. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. he was taken out by his own people. Mm-hmm. He was taken out by a hater. Yeah. And like, you know, people always say that that hater was employed by the opposition or the ops, as kids like to say. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the the reason they would say it's employed is a hypothetical that we've created they've created us to hate ourselves and hate each other so Mm -hmm. when one goes up the other one hates that the other one goes up and the only way to get them to beat them is to get them out of here so that's why i said that makes me think of that with Mm -hmm. nipsey hustle because that was us improving ourselves and keeping money within ourselves yeah yeah um sorry did you have anything else to say no go ahead okay I just wanted to um, continue with um, uh, another Black Canadian that I, I just remembered. Um, Leonard, uh, how do you say the last name? I say it wrong. Braithwaite. Braithwaite. So Leonard Braithwaite, um, another Black Canadian that, you know, honestly, that should be one of the first things they should be talking about in the schools. Um, he was the first Black MPP in Canada, and he actually um, he was the one who ended the uh, Separate Schools Act, which was um segregated schools in canada because blacks and whites were still separate were still segregated even like after slavery and all of that like the same with the states it was the same in canada for a long time so with the schools it was separated and obviously the black children weren't getting the resources that they needed um so uh he actually ended that 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 bill um and that law so uh yeah he 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 was the reason for that. That is something that we should be talking about <laughs> in the schools. But well, you know, <laughs> there is that school at Shepherd and Keel. Yes. So there, yes, there's definitely that school at Shepherd and Keel, and I would hope that you know all of these things that we're talking about, they talk about there. At least there's kids out there in Toronto that are learning about it. At least. So yeah, the school that we're talking about is the Afrocentric Alternative School. It actually uh, shares a building with uh, Shepherd Public School. Yeah, and that's yeah. where you have to. If, if y'all remember, like in two thousand nine, there was like a black school. For those of you that live in Toronto, yeah, <laughs> yeah. and watched the news at yeah. that time, it was all over the news. Mm-hmm. It was this black school coming in for black students to teach about black things, and people—I wouldn't say people were in uproar, but people were confused. Most of the people seemed confused were black people. Yeah, and it was one of those things where it's like, you still gonna teach them English and math? Well. I assume so. It's a school. But, yeah. like, they didn't understand that it wasn't so much a black school only for black students. I'm pretty sure it's a black school that has has not so much a focus, but make sure to teach these specific things we're talking about to those students. Because the regular public school curriculum does not. Yep. I don't know why people have a problem with that. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, someone else that I wanted to mention uh, was a woman by the name of Angelique. Uh, sorry, Marie Joseph Angelique. Sorry about that. Um, so apparently she was um, convicted of setting a, um, a fire in Montreal um, to nearly 50 homes. And she was um, obviously she most likely didn't do it. <laughs> But um, she was tortured and she was hanged uh, for it. Uh, so 
there's that as well. And that was in Montreal. Um, and there was something else I wanted to talk about uh, when it came to New France. Oh, right. The first black resident. So, um, so in New France, so New France is what exactly? What did you say it was again? It was, it was um, just a territory. So it was a territory. Was France yeah. within North America. So it was um, from the St. Lawrence River. It's just Quebec and and Louisiana, everything in between. Yeah. So um, so they actually put down that there was the first black residence of New France was actually a six-year-old boy from Guadeloupe. Um, if that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, I feel like I might be pronouncing it wrong. It's either Guadalupe or Guadalupe. Okay, so Guadalupe, for those of you that don't know, Guadalupe or Guadalupe is in is an island in the Caribbean. Yeah. So um, it's a very it's a very small island, and it's in between. I don't remember. It's like it's it's one of the the French. Um, it's it's owned by the French. That's that's all you need to know. <laughs> it's a lesser Antilles island. Yes. Um, so yeah, there, the first black residence in new France was, um, a six-year-old boy and he was, he was sold several times, but his last owner, I guess, before he passed or the last owner that was, um, recorded, um, gave him, gave him, a, gave him a, a different name. Obviously they get different names. Um, and his name was Oliver Lejeune. So if you want to look that up, you can look it up. But yeah, he was a first black residence in uh, New France, North America. Cool. Yeah, like all of this that we're talking about, we're pretty much learning as we grow, as we age on the fly. Um, maybe sometime, it might have been last year, I brought Des to a mural that was downtown of a black woman, Marianne Shad or Shad. I don't know how to pronounce it. Probably Shad. She was actually, um, she was a American-Canadian anti-slavery activist Journalist, publisher, teacher, and lawyer. A woman of many hats, of course. She was the first Black woman publisher in North America and the first woman publisher in Canada. The reason that was so important for me to bring out Des to that is because Des writes. She writes for um, a magazine and she just writes. I You don't want to see me write. <laughs> but Des writes so... That's something I never knew, and that's something I brought her to that mural, and she she loved it. But then when I explained it, it just added more to it. Yeah. It was definitely an eye-opener for me to realize that I do not know. Our, we don't know our history. Yeah, facts. <laughs> and it just uh, yeah. leads you into learning more. And there's a lot of, like, other interesting, like, random things you can learn. Like, I knew this always, but that The Rock's father is Canadian. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. Apparently, Ronda Rousey, the U- UFC fighter, her um, she is part black. That's one thing I didn't know in general. But it, it's her her grandfather. I don't. Know. I think it's her or her great grandfather. He uh, he's um, part Afro Venezuelan and Trini. Um, and he was uh, his name was Alfred E. Waddle, so you can look that up. And he was a doctor who immigrated to Canada and became one of the first black physicians in North America. So he definitely knew Dr. Uh, he definitely knew Dr. Anderson Ruffin Abbott. Mm-hmm. They definitely mingled. Yeah. Because they both physicians, they both black, they both out here. Yeah. 
And that's really cool. But there's so much. There's so much history. Like, once you search up something, just names start popping up. Names yeah. start popping up. So it's great. We have the resources, so we don't have to rely on the schools. But it would be nice because I personally feel like that's our right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another, like, random fact about um, Africville is one of the uh, uh, a really famous jazz singer by the name of Duke Ellington had um, his father-in-law was from Africville so he actually went to teach there and there was a singer by the name of do you remember her name that I said um oh I forgot her name uh there was a a, uh, a famous white there we go Portia white a singer by the name of Portia white she was a teacher in Africville as well so random facts yeah a lot to learn. So definitely, if you're interested, look up these names. And again, like I said, once you look up those names, you'll start seeing more and more and more people. And and you'll just find out some more. Maybe like, you know, if you're young, if you have kids, maybe you can teach your kids. But pretty much to say this is not saying don't rely on the schools. Obviously, the schools will teach you oh so much, but it's really up to you to go that extra mile. Because they stick to a curriculum, at least out here in Ontario. They stick to a curriculum. And it's nice to be able to have access to these things that, again, I feel like should be our right to know as Black Canadians. Um, I actually just remembered something, but I'm going to uh, talk about it after our break. So we'll be right back. All right. Later. And we're back. Yep. Um, so what I wanted to say was I actually just remembered I was talking about how the teachers don't do the research. Um, so actually the York Region School Board, they have a B, like a B series. So basically it's, it's, it stands for, um, black, the black excellence series. So it's a resource for teachers to teach their, their children, their, their students about black history month and black excellence. So basically, um, they have to um, like read a did you know Canadian historical fact featuring black excellence. And then they need to use prompts to en um, envision and plan action for change. And then they have to engage in tasks that extend the learning for the students. So, um, so yeah, this is a part of the, hold on one second, sorry. This is a part of the, um, uh, it's a York region. Mm, I, I can't find it. It's a, it's like the black. Oh, there we go. So it's the York Region District School Board's dis dismantling anti-black racism strategy. And um, there's seven priority areas where they focus on and achieve racial um, equity in schools for black students and staff. So they're doing the work. It's just that it just depends. Again, it really does depend on the teachers. They could do the bare minimum of this, you know, but I feel like this is mandatory for, um, I'm assuming from grade one to eight in Amara's school because she's already learning about it. She's only in the first grade. Um, so she she came home and told me a whole story about Rosa Parks. So, you know, I'm, I'm really happy about that. Um, but again, they still have to do the work. They still have to do the research. They still have to put in that work. So they could easily still talk about Harriet Tubman in with that, with that whole, um, resource that they have that they have to do they can literally do the bare minimum but those teachers that want to do the unlearning they'll put in the work 
you know, and it sounds like to me when Amara comes home from school, it sounds like her teachers are putting in the work. So I respect it and I'm happy, but I would like, I don't want this to just be for February. This should be all year round. Like it should just be in the history, you know, but you know, I'm just going to leave it alone. It's Y'all can un- see me through the it's mic, unrealistic. but I'm actually unrealistic. smiling and I look at this <laughs> like, come on now. I know, I know it's very unrealistic, but what I'm that's 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 what we should get to. That I'm that's what we should get to. So you can be negative. Afrocentric but. alternative school. Keel Shepherd West. If you want that twenty four seven, I'm sure they got you. I'm not saying for it to be twenty four seven. I'm not saying it shouldn't be. I just know that it's not gonna happen. I know that, but I can still say that it can i would like for it to happen oh, for sure as a parent for sure we should open up a branch in new york region all right i'm done talking go on with what you're saying now no nothing else nothing nothing to follow to that but yeah no des is right for sure about that um one thing that does actually mentioned to me was that in scarborough town that black history month market yeah yeah you pointed that out like it looked very interesting definitely something it would have been nice to go to, but just on some ignorant shit, it's unfortunate that it falls on the same weekend as the All-Star weekend. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Obviously, you can go in the daytime. You didn't have to go at night when, you know, some people work and then some people, well, but I'm looking at it here and it was pretty interesting. But again, like, it's unfortunate we didn't get to go, but... It's all good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw it, I think, on like, I guess on Saturday or Sunday or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it was one of those days and you sent it to me because you've seen the, um, the displays with the like imagery and the description of, uh, again, Black Canadians. Yeah, I think it's really cool that, yeah. um, shout out to Black Owned T.O. Yeah, um, and we're from Scarborough. Yeah. Well, you're from Scarborough. <laughs> I'm like a bypasser through Scarborough. Right. But I'm told I'm from Scarborough. Who tells you from you're from Scarborough? People who aren't from Scarborough that oh. tell me I'm so Scarborough. And I'm like... You're not from I, Scarborough. I, 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 uh, that's why I just only claim East End. All right. But the, you do know that East End, like, people say just, that is Scarborough to them. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, that's, that's not... It. As if East of Young is all Scarborough. <laughs> when you hear East End, you automatically think Scarborough. It's the same way like West End, Jane and Finch. Like, you people just... say that Fairview Mall is in Scarborough. It's not in Scarborough. It's not in Scarborough, but I mean, it's like, it's not in Scarborough, but that area is very like borderline Scarborough, North York. So yeah, yeah, it's very yeah, borderline. So people sure. will say, some people will say, yeah, I'm from Scarborough. When they live out there and some people will say i'm from north york but when you hear north york you think west end you know I what guess. i mean yeah yeah so. for sure i see what you mean yeah this is just for toronto people the only toronto people would know what what i'm saying <laughs> yeah but uh for sure yeah well, yeah it was cool but obviously the second half so we just talk about stuff we've seen stuff we did um of course there's um Again, mentioned she went to go see her cousins. She um, spent time with the kids. Kids are doing well. Um, hopefully, they behave themselves. As I asked, every time they leave and they come back, Johnny lately 
has been see how has left. A Johnny lately has been a Johnny times five. <laughs> Our son is very, very busy. Oh my gosh. Like very busy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. He has a lot of energy. Um what he were you keep, gonna say? He keeps jumping off the couch head first. <laughs> He yeah. keeps jumping off the couch head first and Probably. smiling. <laughs> yeah, you tried to do it today. When? <laughs> We're at my cousin's house. <laughs> He's doing it at other people's houses. Mm-hmm. He was just jumping on the couch. He wasn't trying to jump off. That's but... why when you send me stuff like that, I'm like, "We're saving a college fund for this guy." Yeah. He's not going to college. Yesterday, he was eating crumbs off the floor. Oh my gosh! Of uh, cornbread. When I made it last night. Yo, should I even mention the compost thing? Oh, yeah. He needs to be stopped. You can you can mention that. I opened up the comp. I opened up the where the garbage is and the compost. Mm-hmm. I walked away for a split second. I see this boy in the compost, and there's like a Cheerio on the top. <laughs> I swear to God, he ate that Cheerio. <laughs> I yelled out his name. Yep. Like he was being taken away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no comment that's what happens he's a boy well that shouldn't be an excuse but he he Amara didn't do that <laughs> so no she didn't boys, boys it's, are yucky it's literally like my life it's like every time he does something I'm like Amara didn't do that but you can't compare the I keep telling yeah. him that you can't compare the kids they're completely different completely different genders different personalities like it's just different he's very very spoiled by Amara because Amara was a very good baby she didn't. She just stayed in one place. She didn't really move around too tough. She didn't really talk to nobody. Like, you know, she wasn't. She wasn't fussy like that. But she had no manners when it came to, you know, saying hello. And yeah, she gave true. dirty looks. And that's true. She threw tantrums um, for certain things. Like very. She was very specific. She was a very specific toddler. Um, but all in all, like otherwise, other than all that, she was overall a very good baby. Like she was very calm. Um, but Johnny, on the other hand, Juan is having a hard time dealing with his son because he's very busy and <laughs> he makes him very angry. <laughs> and you sent me that video when the, what video? the video when the son finally reaches the dad's height or gets taller. <laughs> And was the first thing I said. <laughs> You'll fuck him up. <laughs> Facts. I told him, I'm like, let him try me. I'll fuck him up. Stop playing with me. You'll sure, never be able to beat me up. I'm sure that's how your dad feels. Ah, he's done. He stopped playing ball against me as soon as he started feeling pain in his knees. <laughs> that was an excuse. He knew that I was going to give him the ill, dirty, left side, right side, killer cross, left side, right side, killer crossover. And he would have been finished. All of a sudden, his knees hurt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, like, getting into Delon's waste of time stuff, <laughs> what he does in a day. Did you look up anything, see anything, what's going on? No, you it's do February. that. February. I, no. Yeah, you do productive stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, like, I'm not really, you're the one who always tells me about stuff. Or other I'm people. Like, Yo, did you see that? And I'm like, no. Or he'll send me a, a video, and I probably wouldn't watch it. Like I. That's facts. I'm I gonna just, stop sending you videos. You keep saying that you're gonna stop sending but me, then and then you send me like ten videos it's throughout the day. Because you send me a video, I don't watch it, and then you're like, "Did you watch my video? Watch it right now." Yeah. Watch it right now in front of me. I'm just like, all right, 
I watch it. Yeah, because you're like on your phone. And then I send you a video, but I don't say anything. Yeah, but when you send me videos, it's usually when I'm literally in the middle of something or you're not home. Like, you're at work sending me the video. Why would I send you a video from right beside you? You always do that. What are you talking about? I'll be and in the bathroom. Yeah, I'd either be in the bathroom. I'll have my phone on the, the counter and I see something pop up. And we just had a conversation 10 seconds ago. So <laughs> what are you trying to tell me right now? I've just seen it 10 seconds ago. Okay, but you okay, but you yeah. just said why would you well, do that? I sent you that. I sent you. I actually had to call you because this is someone we both listen to. And again, I don't know if it's true. It's been a few days. Isaiah Rashad, remember I called you? I called oh, you on Friday. Oh yeah, yeah. He called me while he was at work. <laughs> it's sad, man. Sad. I don't know if anybody listens to Isaiah Rashad. He's an artist. I do. I do as well. I love him. I I love everything he's dropped. Um, He apparently dropped a new album. Not going to lie. I didn't listen to it. He did? Yeah, exactly. See how you said he did? He dropped the album maybe like a few months ago, and I haven't listened to it. Oh, no. Because it's not being promoted like that. And he kind of, you know, he likes to chill and then drop some stuff. But that's how TDE gets down. But yeah, so we've been cussing about this man not dropping <laughs> dropping an album the, for the longest time, and then he drops one. That's how it goes, right? All right. But um, so I'm listening to something, and I'm hearing them talk about Isaiah Rashad, and they're like, "Yeah, so uh, Isaiah." They were talking about sex tapes, and then they said, "So yeah, Isaiah Rashad." You're talking you know, about what? Out, sex tapes. Oh, okay. And then they tied in, yeah, Isaiah Rashad. You know him coming out and being gay. I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> I, I paused and I'm just like, excuse me. And all I took from that was I kept on saying to myself over and over again, Isaiah Rashad is gay. <laughs> and then I got nothing Can, against I was that. gonna say you gotta make it very clear that you don't have anything nothing against that. <laughs> no, there's anything I wrong know, with yes, that. <laughs> I knew you were gonna get into the Seinfeld bit um thing. I got nothing against that. You know, everybody I I got no problem. My dad is gay. <laughs> you know, right? That is not gay. Let me put that out there. But, this is our; these are our um, Seinfeld inside jokes. Yeah, but no, like when when that came out, I was just like, okay, I wasn't nothing. Like I don't. It's not like I've gayed or anything, but nothing indicated to me that he was gay. But also, like I'm like, okay, cool. Like I'm still gonna listen to his music. I don't care. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that he was gay. It was how they found out. Apparently, again, I'm not sure if this is confer- completely confirmed. Of course, you know, I got on my Twitters, as I usually do. Twitters. On my Twitters. Why do black people always put Twitter. S on the end of everything? <laughs> yeah. The only time I really hear S on the end of something is nobody knows how to say Joe Budden's name. Everybody Joe Budden? Joe Budden's. Joe Budden's? Yeah. You never hear anybody, they always say Joe Budden's. Instead no? of saying Joe Budden. I thought it was Joe Budden. It is Joe Budden, but no one ever says it correctly. I feel like that's an American thing. I think it's a black people thing. I've always heard Joe Budden's for the for the longest time. I've I thought never it was Joe heard, Budden's. I've never heard anybody say Joe Budden's. But then again, I'm not around people that talk about Joe Budden. So <laughs> I don't really know. <laughs> Imagine going to a group like girls going out girls night listening to pump it up. <laughs> Listen, to Listen no, that's my type of night. <laughs> okay. I'm <laughs> putting on the beating, you getting your face beat and pump it up is playing. Listen, but that's the type of music I play when I'm doing my makeup and, and shit. Uh, but yeah, so <laughs> so yeah, so Isaiah Rashad, like I looked it up. 
on Twitter, and he he came he it wasn't like he came out and announced he was gay. Apparently, a video dropped of him during Black History Month. <laughs> Giving a white guy the sloppy toppy. Oh, you didn't tell me that. Oh yeah, he was he was oh, yo apparent. You know, I definitely didn't watch that. Oh, you know God. for damn sure I didn't watch that. No, no. But apparently he was icing a man's glizzy. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> and like people just kept on saying, "Why did it have to be a white dude?" <laughs> the terminology you just That's used. Why they kept on saying, "Why did it have to be a white guy?" I'm like, "Oh my god, not Isaiah Rashad, oh, please, wow. not Isaiah Rashad." Oh, no. I definitely was not watching the video. Oh. But the fact of the matter that so much people watched the video and not one of them said, "This doesn't look like Isaiah Rashad." All of them were going off, but again not confirmed i was just like not like this this is disrespectful that y'all are good that are that y'all let this come out or get leaked and the man didn't even get a chance to come out if he is gay and say you know what i'm gay if he came he didn't get a that he had to come out the closet this way be a leaked video of that caliber to jesus christ <laughs> just for that's, oh my god that's pretty bad like Aww. I said, I, what did I say to my boy? I'm like, how am I going to listen to free lunch oh. after what this nigga was doing? <laughs> like, what kind of free lunch what, is he talking about? Oh, my God. <laughs> but, yeah. So, yeah, that was the first thing. That jumped off my whole weekend. Yeah. Because that was Friday. Oh, and then, of course, I was, here we go. I was looking. <laughs> yo, I forgot about the next you thing. You forgot about what? What did you forget about? Uh, just keep talking. So the All-Star was this weekend. I know all y'all watched the All-Star NBA All-Star weekend in Cleveland. You know, let's let's I mean Friday night was cool. The Rising Star was cool. Anybody who likes basketball, it's the, originally the rookie game. It was a Rising Star challenge and they had it like tournament style. That was pretty cool. I hope they keep that. Um Saturday night was um Saturday night events, the usual skills challenge, three point um and dunk shout out to my boy lee because he definitely was gassed i kept on telling him he was gassed lee jean you know you done came up because you because you just bet on all the undercards i hope i hope i'm not uh selling you out and i hope Rhea knows that you be betting on the undercards <laughs> because if so then tell her to just mute this part or fast you're, forward it you're just gonna beat out the man scene like that okay but yeah he he done came up so mm. it's not even no problem. He put money on Cat because Cat because Vegas had Cat is losing. Carl Anthony Towns they didn't know he's the best three point big man in the league right now. He washed the whole group. Um, he I think he had money on the Yanis, the Antetokounmpo's for the skills challenge, but I think that was won by the Cavs team. So I don't know if he came up on that, or actually he might have won on that. I don't know. Um, and then he, what else? And then the dunk contest, which I'm only going to say one thing. Dunk contest was pretty whack. It was pretty trash, but the standout was the Tims. Cole Anthony, Greg Anthony's son, Greg Anthony walked out with a backpack. I'm like, okay, so what's he going to do? Put on a Greg Anthony jersey? Cause his dad didn't jump like that. You know what I mean? Does? <laughs> So, yeah, so he walked out with the backpack, 
Next thing I know, I see the butters. <laughs> the Tims come right up, fresh Tims. I'm like, oh my God, I forgot this nigga's from New York. I'm like, yo, New York niggas are so mad right now because barely any of them wear Tims that much anymore. That's that's like a stereotype that's attached to them. You'll more see the Uptowns, the white Air Force Ones, or like if you want to be fancy, like the Gucci, like tennis shoes and all that. But the Tims came out. I'm like, yo, he's not about to dunk in Tims. If I'm Orlando right now, I'm shook because which way that ankle goes, who knows? So he put on the Tims. Rule number one of wearing Tims. You lace them up to the top. Good God, he'll just throw them out. You never lace your Tims up to the top. Ever. <laughs> but he dunked in the Tims. He did a windmill. It took three tries, but he dunked in the Tims. I was yelling 50. That was a 50. I know it would look unimpressive to some of you guys, but have you ever tried to do anything in Tim's? Like back in the day, they had videos of niggas running from the police in Tim's. You think that was possible? <laughs> Hell no. Dramatization. Mm-hmm. Might as well throw them shits out. You mm-hmm. can't run in Tim's, especially loose Tim's while you're wearing jorts. No, no. This jorts. is what I said. If this nigga was wearing jorts. Can you explain what jorts are? How y'all not know what jorts You are? need to explain what George, jorts Jeans, are. Jeans, shorts. And I'm not talking about those American Eagle shorts that, you know, those tight ones that are kind of like boxers that dudes wear above the knees. I know you got a problem with niggas wearing shorts above the knees. You have a problem with niggas wearing shorts. No, I don't. I wear shorts above the knees. No, you, shorts. you were the one that... It was from that Dion Cole thing. You you were the one that was... Like, but were... anyways, I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about the jorts from the 90s where literally it just looked like two sticks sticking out of some wide Jenko jean pants that were too short <laughs> like long jean shorts that you know those jean, pants yeah you know those jean shorts that those like Guyanese and Trini and Jamaican men that are in their like 60s right now but they still go to the clubs flood trying pants, to talk to girls pants. at sugar daddies mm-hmm. or at like places like Lime yeah, you know what I mean? It's them. They're still wearing those. The ones that wear the FUBU 05 shirts. <laughs> those kind of jean shorts. If he came out in those and did a through the legs East Bay in the Tims while wearing a Yankee fitted or even better, a paper towel headband like Fab or Jada and the bomber jacket, that's 100. They need to change the rules. Mm-hmm. That's a hundred right there, easily. Just give him the trophy. But I mean, other than that, it was kind of whack. <laughs> but what Des was really wanting me to get into? No, was, no, I, I, you said that again, you were going to. What Des really wanted me to get into <sighs> was that on Sunday before the All Star game, which was a great game, Steph cooked after getting booed. <laughs> Why do you get booed? Because it's Steph. He's been cooking Cleveland for years. Oh, oh, right, right. It's funny because he's born in Akron, right below Cleveland. Same hospital LeBron's born in. Oh. But yeah, he... he So he's a traitor, so that's why everybody was booing him. They just tired of seeing him wet threes on their team. True. So they booed him and put a battery in his back and he dropped 50. Nice. But yeah, so before the All-Star game... Of course, the anthems are sang. Um, the Canadian anthem was sang by a dude, Ryland James. Never heard of him, but 
that might have been one of the best Canadian uh, anthems I've ever heard. Mm. Like sung renditions. He put a lot of soul in that. Mm. Um, again, shout out to my boy Lee. He he was head buzz because he's like, what do you mean? Like there was a line that's changed for equality. It's uh, in all our sons command. They changed it to in all us command. This dude was, this dude was like, nah. When did they change that? Has my whole <laughs> life been a lie? But yeah, they changed it. But what I really want to get into is that American anthem. Y'all know if you watched it, Des's favorite artist came out. Oh Macy my God. Gray. Isn't, she's not, hold on. Whoa. She's not my favorite artist. Macy Gray came Stop out. This. Shout outs to everyone. Shout outs to Macy Gray, first of all. She's a legend. Um, shout outs to everyone who's a fan of Macy Gray. Unfortunately, I'm not, and I've never been. Again, she has a very distinctive voice, maybe a very jazzy voice. It's a voice I never really liked. I thought it was very, a little too, I don't know, I just was never into it. You didn't like it because it's raspy. I rock with raspy voices, but yeah. like, it's just her singing style. It's just not for me. So she came out, and when she walked out, the first thing I said is, oh, no, they did it. Oh, no, they didn't. Is that Macy Gray? If you guys watched the stories on Instagram, you would have seen him go off. And, she had an older yeah. dude walk her out. I, I was confused at first because I thought she was walking him out. <laughs> but she came out there, and <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh. <laughs> she did her thing. She sang that anthem in a way I never could have thought of it being sung. Fergie was a thing. Shaka Khan, the legend. She did. She sung it in her own way. So that was a thing. Fergie's still the worst. But Macy Gray, oh my God. Oh my God. The way she sang that anthem, I knew it was going to be like that. It sounded like she was trying to gasp for air. That's how she sings. She sings like that. Mm. She think like she had. I'm sorry. She had no business sp- singing uh, the Star Spangled Banner. That's not her style of singing. To me, they set her up. They set her up. They knew that was gonna come out like that, and they wanted another me moment. <laughs> Yo, what? Yo. There was a part where they sp- they the camera went to LeBron, and LeBron <laughs> is really holding in that laugh. That was classic. And then, and then the. For me, the best part is when they showed Bill Murray and they showed Ahmad Rashad and Bill Murray just looked confused and shocked. And Ahmad Rashad was just confused as well. He's wondering where his main man's is. Shout out to anybody who watched Inside Stuff back in the day. And Bill Murray was thinking that he shouldn't have been in Space Jam because if he was in Space Jam, him being in Space Jam made him technically a part of the NBA. That's why he was there. And if he wasn't in Space Jam, he wouldn't have been able to witness that that atrocity. I'm not going to lie. It was bad. I don't care what nobody says. A lot of people are like, oh, she's singing her style. It was so great. Nah, y'all lies. It was bad. Come on now. Stop. It was bad. She said the shortest brave. You know how people at the end, they say the home of the brave and they sing the hell out of that? Well, the like rifle shoot and the jets fly over overhead. She just said. Yeah, she was gasping for air. Yo, y'all on Twitter are disrespectful. People were like, yo, she's coming off the perk. (laughs) 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 We're saying that she looked like Marv from Home Alone when he was getting shocked. Oh, 
<laughs> oh my gosh, they were saying so much. They were so disrespectful. I thought I was disrespectful. They were going in. But yeah, if you've seen the stories, you've seen this was coming. Macy, they set you up. They real set you up. Yeah. It was bad, but I mean, the All-Star game was good after. Oh, she's from Canton, Ohio. That's why they had her sing, but I'm sure there was better singers in the state of Ohio. They could have got Bone Thugs and Harmony, who's from Cleveland. They could have wrapped the Star bone, Spangled up. Bone Thugs and Harmony. Des doesn't like Bone Thugs and Harmony. I, it's not that I don't like them. I just don't understand what they're saying. It's just, it's really, it's it's really fast. It's, it it's worse. Matter. The words don't matter. It's the harmony. It's worse than Twista. Like, it, it's, it's about the harmony. They could have harmonized the hell out of Star, Star Spangled Banner. Star Spangled. You keep saying that. You're talking about, you're, you're talking about the, the anthem. Yeah, that's the name. Is that what, it, yeah, what it's like, called? Like the Canadian anthem is named O Canada. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's the name. I didn't know that was the name of it. I just thought yeah. it was the American anthem, to be honest with you. I think every anthem has its own name. Well, have, it is a song. Do, so, do you know yeah. the Guyana, Guyana anthem or the Barbados anthem? <laughs> no. I heard the Jamaican anthem once <laughs> once in Jamaica. Again, I could be wrong. I swear they say Jamaica like seven, seven times. I swear it's just Jamaica. Jamaica. <laughs> I swear. But I could be wrong. I, I'm, now I'm now sure you're going to make wrong. me look up the, the Guyana national anthem I'll tell you this. and the I, Bajan one. I guarantee they both end with God bless the queen. Probably. Yeah, I swear every um, English um, English uh, Commonwealth. Commonwealth has God bless the queen or something like that in there. Yeah, but, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, that was my Macy Gray rant. They set her up, so I'm going to give her a blight. They set her up, but man, not again. Please, never again. This next year, All-Star Game, get someone who's actually going to hit the song the way it's supposed to be because the Star Spangled Banner is a banger. Mm, for sure. But anyway, um, our time is up. <laughs> yeah. So we will talk to you guys very soon. Thanks for, for sure. listening. Thanks. Bye. Bye.